What's good, everybody? This your boy, the Ravishing Rudy. And of course, back in the studio, I have the Daniel McKay. The one and the only. How everybody doing out there? Yeah, not too bad, you know. It was all good. People just get pulled over for no reason. You got profile, man? Profile, handcuffed, booked, and thrown in the slammer. Damn. Yeah. So how did how did all this come about? The system. It's down to get a brother every day. That's how the census bureau does. It is how the census bureau does. No, for real. Uh, man, so long story short, I had a traffic ticket I got in a, a city. You know, if people who listen to this, you know what I'm saying? I got a ticket in Greensboro. Bruh, paid my lawyer to go to court for me. Thinking I was Gucci, just driving around by my own damn business. Next thing I know, leave work, get some gas on the way home. I get pulled over three minutes from my house. Man, I was like, hey, you got a warrant for your arrest. You got a failure to appear. I was like, there ain't no way possible. I was like, my lawyer went to court for me. He was like, okay. You know that meme where it'd be like, when the second cop car come. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. You know, it'd be like, remember like when you get pulled over, it'd be like, sit tight, we got you. And the second cop car come. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. Look, I was all good. I was chilling. I was like, yeah, I can show buddy. You know, I already been to court. I already did this and that. I'm like, I'm good. As soon as I looked up and I seen that second squad car, I knew I was going to jail. I had to go to jail. Well, I definitely hadn't seen the meme, but I I know how it is. I've been in that situation before, but unfortunately, some years back, I'm just going to say it happened in Raleigh. Mm. And I looked at my rear view. It was it was like it was like three cop cars behind me. One of them was a Jeep. So I just knew I was getting locked up. But God was with me that day. And that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like. But regardless of the situation, you know, of not, you know, I feel like the system's always trying to get down on people. It is. Like, you know, you know, we always have like different scenarios of black people getting caught up in tomfoolery. You know, some of it don't even be their fault. Some of it actually be just easy circumstance things that could have been fixed, you know, like you know, you can easily pull up, you know, my name. I ain't got no jail record. Like, I feel like all this could have been resolved. Like, as soon as I told this cop that, you know, I could have showed him my documentation where my lawyer went to court for me for my case and this, that, and the third. You know, I ready for him to say some shit like, oh, we need to impound your car. You need to find a ride home. I was like, shit, I stayed three minutes up the street. I could have walked home. But the fact that I had to go to jail was, was horrible. Yeah. I see. That's why I don't know about light cops. 
But there are some out there in their defense that aren't that bad. They'll work with you. But it's just it's just the bulk of them. It's just the bulk of them. <clears throat> you know, you just you got like a hand-picked few here and there or whatever that'll, you know, are pretty square. But the other ones, it's like this is the bulk of them that I don't like, man. Yeah, like I, I got a few, like, friends, you know, that went to the the side of being cops and police, you know, I have no ill will with them. Like, I don't have no ill will with any cop, but trusting them is a whole different uh, ball game. And, yeah, there you go. Cause I even have a, like a friend that I know that uh, he uh, he's in law enforcement too. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say there are a few handpicked ones out there that are okay, and I know him personally, so I know he's one of the good ones. Yeah, like it's 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 more good and bad, but some of them is just disrespectful out here and oh yeah definitely again like you know i for a first person experience of a person who first went to jail for the first time like i've been in the holding you know i've been you know downtown man when that door shut it's sad (laughs) i was ready to go like the shit they got to eat Trash, bread, water. Yeah, I was in there. It seemed like some gruel. <laughs> like, no, like you good. Now they gave you some slop, huh? Basically, it was like fucking burnt ass sausage patty. I don't even eat meat. Then like some swole bread. Like I don't know what the fuck it was. No, the one thing that pissed me off, niggas gave us cornflakes. But when in a bowl, what, what they put it in a cup? No, nah, you know how like school lunches give you the tray and shit is divided. Like you know the big part being like for the sandwich or Bro, like the they, meat. They put you some cereal in a in a <laughs> on a lunch plate. Yes, <laughs> with, nah, the little, nah. with the little sections in it. Yes. So you know how like in school, right? <laughs> so you know how like in school lunch they give you like the sections, like. You know, like at the, the bottom, like the bigger side, it'd be like where your burger would go or your pizza or the meat or whatever you have. Yeah. And at the top, it'd be like a spot for your milk and then your fruit and shit. So that's how the tray, how they gave it to us. And at the bigger side, where your meat and shit is supposed to go, it was cornflakes. Cornflakes. That's it. Yeah. Well, obviously they can't put no milk on a plate. So yeah, they had the milk to you separate. So so you had to pick up the cereal with your hand and then just wash it down with the milk. Or you know, just put the cereal in the car and the milk and eat it that way. Mm. I seen one dude pour the milk on the little section where it was on the tray and then eat it. It was oh. at it was at that moment I knew I needed to go home. It was at that moment I would have known that he's been there for a while. When you have a strategy to eat in prison, food, to eat in jail food, everybody had a strategy. That's when I knew <laughs> I ain't made for that shit. I was like, that's time for me to go. Like somebody wake up, go get this bail money. Is at the crib. I will pay y'all when I get out. Like, <laughs> like them niggas, they they that's they regular. Like they had their own little strategy down pat. Listen, I wasn't even hungry. I told bro. <laughs> You can have my plate. He thought it was Christmas time the way I said that shit. <laughs> I was like, is it like that in here? Yeah. Prisoner. Prison wild, man. 
to to wild things. Mm. Well, since we are on the topic about talking about uh, law enforcement and the uh, the downsides of it, uh, I want to, I guess, give a little tiny mini experience I had this past week. Um, <laughs> I don't think I already told you about this. I told someone, but I ain't, I don't think I told you. But uh, um, that's right. I told Dre. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. So I'm on my way to work, <clears throat> and of course, everyone who lives around here knows that the traffic on the highway is a uh, very crazy around five o'clock. Mm-hmm. So uh, mind you, everybody is speeding. So I'm driving. Yeah, I mean, I'm speeding, but I'm not, like, speeding to where it's considered reckless driving in a cop's eyes. Um, I'm speeding to where it's just, like, you know, maybe about 10 over the speed limit or so, something like that. Maybe, maybe like, 10 or 12 over the speed limit. I got people accelerating past me doing 80 when I'm just doing, like, like, six, like you know, 65, 66. Mm-hmm. And they they're accelerating past me, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, but I'm in the fast lane or whatever. I see the state trooper, like he's approaching from, like going, he's going south. I'm going north, and um, as soon as my car passes the state trooper, why well, see his signal turn on? I already, uh, like I just already know the deal, like he was getting ready to head. For, he was getting ready to. He was heading for that median that I just went past Mm -hmm. so i'm just thinking to myself like you know they say go with your gut so i went with my gut and my gut was telling me he's coming after you Mm -hmm. he ain't going after the people that was accelerating past me a good 10 12 miles per hour faster than i was like i I wouldn't even catching these people they was already on up the road but as soon as he passed my car my car he he wanted to throw the signal on Mm. And hit the median. Mm. So what I do, I said, no, not today. What I do, I'm coming up on the exit. So still, like trying to break as quick as I could. I drifted into the exit, like Paul Walker, and mm. I shot past that stop sign and went straight across the bridge. By the time that cop did that U-turn on that median, hey, the Daniel McCain was long gone. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Like I'm just like, nah, I ain't got time for it today. Let me write this answer now. I gotta call you Daniel the Paul Walker. <laughs> the Paul Walker. <laughs> so you know, I told uh, a friend of mine when he gets into this podcast, I had something written down for him to read. So I'm gonna go ahead and read this out loud. <clears throat> Okay. I was getting off of work with myself. But when I got off, the cop car was there. I messed up. And I was the one saw on video. And sorry for what I do that night. I was not thinking <laughs> and wish I could take it back. <laughs> Why you do that? Why you do that? 
Okay, I just want the listeners to know that this was. I've been here since last October, and today was almost the day where I almost walked out. Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> Read that sorry, poorly written letter from a grown man who shall remain nameless for his sake. He remains nameless because he's sorry for what he do that night. And he messed up. I feel like if I tried to read that message, it would give me a brain tumor. Listen, man, the man ain't bright. <laughs> Retarded as hell. I just had to go ahead and get it. That's the way I told uh, somebody that I will read it on the podcast or do a variation of that. And I'm pretty sure he's going to enjoy it because I told him it would be up at one o'clock. So he would get to hear that stupidity. But no, in all serious of, in all serious of the way, like, you know, it's, it's hard being a, a minority driving around or doing anything when, you know, you're paid to a certain, like, situation, you know. And it shouldn't have to be that way. I mean, yeah, I do know there are some minorities that do be out here doing reckless endangerment and doing criminal activity. But we're not the only ones. There's other races that's out here doing as equal or worse things that we are doing. I just feel like when there's more of us or more of different people in situations like being a cop or whatever, I feel like certain situations are handled differently. That's why I wish, like, some people from, like, the hood or certain, like, you know, minorities get in the fields like that. For situations like if what happened to me or you would not have happened. But when you got a certain kind of Democrat that go into jobs like that, it's always going to be the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you know before I like end this little tidbit we do have some other stuff coming up today by the way if you listen to this on a separate podcast but I just want people to know before I end this that if you got somebody you know from the hood or somebody you know from your you know your regular circle or just just a friend of yours and they think about getting into law enforcement to make a change don't laugh at them. Don't treat them different. Like, literally be on their side because we would never get out of the situation without change. Like, you know, if you got, you know, you from the block and you got Craig that want to go into training and become a cop, don't laugh at Craig. Let Craig grow. So there can be other critics in the system. Right. He could be he could actually be the one to make a difference. Is what I'm saying. Like there will never be multiples of him when as soon as he says I'm out of his friends, shall think about joining to be a cop. You laugh at him. Then what you gonna do when you get into a situation? You think Craig gonna help your punk ass out? 
I wouldn't. Yeah, they're right. I wouldn't either. But at the end of the day, I really do feel like um, for your friends, family, or just, the, you know, dude, you know, from the block, if they want to get into law enforcement, allow them, because these are the people who could make a change. Everybody's not shysty. Everybody's not dirty. Everybody's not corrupt. And people you know that's not, and they try to get into the system, allow them to. And these people can make a change. Until our next episode, which will come in a few minutes, I'm going to drop some music from local artists, where one in particular, I will discuss that in the next drop. But until again, this is the Jailbird, the Double R, and this is the Paul Walker McCain. Until then, give us a few minutes. Why we go? Why we go pay some bills? Yeah, got some commercials to drop, but I'll holler at y'all.